And welcome to the South Road Boys. Yes. Hello. Hello. How are you, mate? I'm, for some reason, I'm really hyper right now. You're I don't really know why. Are. You just did. Last have you few had seconds, your... I've just gone, whoo! Did you have some Ritalin before you got Look at <laughs> <laughs> There you are, Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite that much. Big shout out to all the WWE mm. fans out there. I don't know. Just for some reason, just got a little bit. That's us. That's us together. We talk about oh, something, and, and before you know it, the, the teenage germs <laughs> come out of my pores and my skin, and you they take over, and suddenly it's just like, oh! Mind you, speaking of WWE, yeah, I have been doing um, a bit of a back catalogue dive, Jesus, because it's about to disappear from Australian Netflix, oh, Fast okay. and the Furious. Oh, really? Yep, because I haven't seen them all. I stopped at about... I don't know, 17 or something. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, no, I stopped at about... Was that before when they went to Mars? Yeah, that... exactly. I don't know. I can't remember. Mm. Anyway, so I stopped at Fast and the Furious 4, I think. Okay. And went, eh, yeah. Is I... that the <laughs> No, I'm not making a joke now. Is that the one where they're... Because they lost me, right? Yes. I've watched them all the way. Yes. But they lost me when they were racing the cars through the mountains, through the caves. Correct. That was the last one yeah. I watched. And I'm watching it thinking... Fuck off. Listen, I don't care how good you are. You're driving through these freaking cave tunnels, not knowing where it's going to go, yes. with about a few inches either side of the car, a hair's and breath. you're going about 300 kilometres an hour, yes. and you just cruise around corners and doing it fine. My Nine. brain is just gone, look, I get that this is imagination, I get that this is fiction, but fuck right off. <laughs> fuck right off. Just, anyway, come on. I think, and look. Come on. Come on. The only, Look at it! <laughs> the only reason, the only reason I yep. have gone back is because yep. there's a, a, a writer called Mark Bernardin who uh, he's written. That's what's the Stephen King story? Um, <laughs> oh wow! No, the, let's, sorry, let's narrow the Stephen that down. King adaptation that went to TV just recently uh, in the last the couple outsider? of years. The yeah, something like that. Anyway, he wrote one of the episodes yep. on that. He was also a writer on Picard. Okay. Um, has done was a writer for the New York Times, a writer for Playboy. Um, okay, he's just showing off now. Yeah, he's a fucking genius, mm. and he does a podcast, and I listen to him on that. Who does he think he is? Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> so they were talking on his on the podcast that he does about the Fast and the Furious, and he's just like, "You've just got to watch it. Suspend any. It's just popcorn movie, Not and any. it's all disbelief, all disbelief." And he goes, "It's just so good," and. He came up with a line of um, the fast and the bi curious because there is <laughs> there is some sexual undertones between the two male characters that perhaps <laughs> you know might might go in a different direction depending on the oh, genre. I tell you what, for a lot of the car loving people that are watching this series, they are right now. They're going, "There's no fucking gay shit in my <laughs> movies," <laughs> but then maybe there is. <laughs> Um. Anyway, so I, I've gone and watched that, and I watched... I'll tell you what, if you can't pick out the bi-curious person in the room, are you the bi-curious person? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um. And so I watched Fast and the Furious 7, which is the one where they go to Abu Dhabi. Yep. Now, that is something you really have to suspend disbelief. Is that the one where they actually they drive the car out of the top of the skyscraper and land and into in the, the next skyscraper? Building, <laughs> and then they drive out the, that skyscraper and into the next one? Yep. yep, that's the one there. Oh, look, that's just physics. It's just, <laughs> you know, it makes perfect sense when you watch it. Like, it really does. The only the thing that fucking I struggle with out of the whole lot of this film, yep. I, can, I can get... The I can get the Ronin style driving through the tunnels going into Mexico. Yep. Okay. I can even do Didn't the jump like from one skyscraper to another skyscraper to another skyscraper. Yeah, okay. Yep. Science. That's fine. Physics. I can even handle Vin Diesel being able to go toe to toe with Dwayne the Rock Johnson, who's <laughs> fucking jacked. Like I can, I can. Vin's been in space, so... Fuck, I could even suspend disbelief that someone continues to make Vin Diesel the lead actor in fucking anything where he doesn't say, I am Groot. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Pitch Black and Chronicles of Riddick. Great movies. Great films. And Vin... Especially Pitch Black. Exactly. Vin acted his fucking ass off and was perfect for those roles. Yep. No question about it. Where are they getting all these American muscle cars where Vin has to have the exact same car in every fucking country he goes to? 
It's a really expensive car. It, I just, it kills me every time. I'm like, where the fuck did he find a vintage 1970? It's just killing me. Um, but in in Abu Dhabi, I love that. That's the thing. You that's think that's the thing that I'm great. hanging up on every yep, time because it's one of my favourite cars as well. I just yep. think it's a gorgeous looking American Russell. The lead female security guard, so they were doing it before Black Panther were, was Rowdy Ronda Rousey. So mm-hmm. every now and then they do get um, known Hollywood or non Hollywood people into the Fast and the Furious franchise. Yep. So what was it? Somewhere else, I, they brought another person in who, like there's been various other big names, but to see Rowdy Ronda Rousey in um, in the Fast and the Furious, I'm thinking, fair enough. You know, <laughs> fair, enough. fair enough. Dwayne The Rock Johnson's there. Well, now I've got Cena as well. Exactly. You can't even so, see him. You can't even see him. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see me. Where did that come from? It was a gag. You can't see me thing. It was a gag. So the fact that he's he's so quick, you can't see me. Is no. that the premise? Or so he, or is it Cena? Don't know where she went to. <laughs> <laughs> I've 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 seen or watched or heard something directly from the mouth of John Cena. So this was a game he did with either his nephew or a small child in his family. Which is like probably Vin Diesel, yeah, probably Vin Diesel. (laughs) Which effectively, apparently, was a bit like fucking peekaboo. Like you can't see me. The hands in front of the face, you can't see me or whatever. And then it it progressed to being in the whole family. Like I'm out here, you can't see me. And it was a family in house gag. And then a relative, probably a brother, challenged him. Fucking do that shit on on air. You are the number one wrestler on the planet at the moment. I dare you. I double dare you. I physical fucking challenge you to do it. <laughs> and he went, fine. And so he did. He came out and he did the whole you can't see me thing. And the crowd went batshit. <laughs> and then the next week when That's he came, so and it was done and dusted. It was gone. It was yep. a moment. It was done and dusted. He came back the next week and they remembered. And so he had 10,000 people when he came out waving their hand in front of their face going, oh, you can't wow. see me. And Vince McMahon, who can fucking market better than Gene Simmons from Kiss, went, oh, no, that's a trademark now. You've got to fucking do this every single... And so he's just continued to do it. Yep. But it was one of those throwaway things where well, it was... Me, I didn't even know where it came from. I don't even follow wrestling that much. And you I know, knew. John Cena, you can't see yep. him. It was just a stupid thing. I did thing. wonder, and it was only my own little assumption, my own little thought... Mm. Because uh, Drax in Guardians, of course, is yes. also an ex-wrestler. Yes. Um, uh, oh, can't remember, I can't remember his actual name. Batista. Yeah. Um, who I think is actually ex-MMA, really. Oh, okay. And then made the move to WWE because it was less punchy in the face. Less, less taxing <laughs> on the face. Yeah. Because yeah. he's a pretty man. He's a handsome <laughs> lad, isn't he? But I, I, I like the cut of his jib. In... Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to think now. Was it actually in Endgame, maybe, mm. where he's got the line or the the scene where he's standing completely still, instead of I've basically worked out that I can stand so still that no, no one can see. see me. And I wonder whether that was meant to be a little nod, possibly to that because of the wrestling connection. Possibly, but I, I never know. read anything about it though, so it may have just been a little assumption that I put together. But it just seemed. A funny connection. Yeah. I think wrestlers, I mean, often you'll see wrestlers take the piss out of each other all the time. So, um, yeah. But look, he does a great job as well as Drax. I love him as that. Batista yep. is excellent. He's in a new movie coming out too. Um, a new Snyder movie. Oh. I believe. And it's a zombie flick in Vegas. Comes on Netflix in another week or two, I think. We'll be watching that. And it looks pretty kick-ass. Well, I watched him in one where he's ex-special forces of some description mm. and has to protect a little girl. Oh, yeah, that one's on one of the streams as well now. Yeah. Um, look, I initially, when I knew that was coming out, I thought, oh, this could be all right. It's not. And then I saw the trailer and went, that looks really shit. Oh, it's not really shit. It's not really shit. It's just, look, I don't think the good people at the Academy are going to be handing an Oscar to Batista for... Um, best actor in oh, anything. Okay. Like, don't get me wrong, I will enjoy the shit out of pretty much every film he's in because I, I find him funny. 
Um, I like even the moments where he's in Guardians and he's just standing there in the corner being really still. <laughs> like he um he is a very funny man. He does the funny role well. Exactly. Mm. Um, but yeah, you know he's no Lawrence Olivier as uh, they my would say. spy, what my spy. Yeah, my spy with my little eye. Something beginning with but Batista. Uh, so mate, we are at that point. I have uh. Cracked open my student diary from 1990. Time for the guru. Correct. And tell me all about it. Look, I've got last week. Nothing much happened um, there. But because of the way we podcast and the way the weeks were in 1990, we've actually skipped a page. Okay, so I will, I will let you know that um, on the 9th, for those people who are eagerly Eagerly hanging on what happened. Oh, there's to me a whole in Facebook group there that's around this Joe's diary, diary now. from 1990. <laughs> uh, the first McDonald's opens in 1955 on the 9th of April. First pizza shop opens in the USSR in 1985. Um, David Cassidy, born in 1950. Uh, Al Green, 1946. And on the 14th, Richie Blackmore from Deep Purple, born in 1945. And Samantha Fox was born oh, in 1966 hello. on the 15th. But the thing is, on the Touch 14th... Me, Touch I, my body. <laughs> I know. On the 14th of April, I had this inscribed. Well, now, can I ask, is this in your writing? It is not. Right. And the person, That's the imposter again. The person has written their name. Oh, here we go. To Joe. That's Ooh. me. That's me. Ooh. A circle is round and has no end. That's how long I'll be your friend. From Sam. <laughs> I've... Okay. Now, this isn't Sam Fox. No, no, it's not right. Sam Fox. I've turned the page, though, Mr. Barnes. Yeah. And I think I have uncracked the... I've, I've got my Enigma machine. I have cracked the code <laughs> that is my 1990 diary. Because in what appears to be identical, identical fucking handwriting, like... Look, I haven't got a... I think it's a stenographer. No, that's a person who takes dictation. I haven't got a handwriting... Something with an ographer at the end of Correct. it. Correct. Someone mm. who's a handwriting expert would probably say that the person who wrote this, Sam English's birthday, on the 16th of April, would have also been the same person who Sam wrote... Sam English, that name rings a bell. We went to school with her, that's why. Well, I know that, but... Yeah, I don't know why... Not I've bad English. That. When I see <laughs> you smile... Um, which is also Spike Milligan's birthday. He was born in 1918. Um, now, here's a thing. On the 19th, which is today, mm-hmm. uh, The Who debuted the first rock opera, Tommy, in 1969. But on the 20th, with Luther Vandros, born in 1951, there is this. Now, I have skimmed it quickly, and I believe I have the tune. <laughs> Righto. In the same handwriting as previously discussed. So I believe Sam English, this is fucking you. To Joe. We're happy little druggos. We love our LSD. Heroin for breakfast and butter sticks for tea. Our mothers give us marijuana every single day. Our hash is great. We love it, mate. That's why we're stoned all day. (laughs) From you know who. Fucking yes, Sam. I knew know who. Because the handwriting was... Like the day before, and then once again on. So you were druggy friends, apparently. Mm. Uh, and then it's all coming out. Fucking name the other person in Bros that wasn't Matt and Luke Goss. Oh, there was a third one. Correct, the fat chubby one. <laughs> I don't remember a fat chubby one. Craig Logan was he standing so still that you couldn't <laughs> you could see, see him. <laughs> Craig Logan was born Craig in 1969, Logan. and I only know that because it says Craig Logan Bros, and it wasn't Matt and Luke. Really? Correct. There's a third Bros. Did you not know? No. Yeah, he was the one that he was wasn't all... on any album covers. No, he was. He was the faded shadow in the back, <laughs> a bit like my wedding photo. <laughs> all those photos I've shown you. <laughs> like I'm the faded guy in the back. Um, and then once again, I got the the circle is round and has no end, and that's how long I'll be your friend. Thank you, Sam. Sam English, whose birthday was on the 16th of April. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, you just gone. Old broad you. Um, I old have, broad. Old broad. I have sent Sam a message as well. I was about well. to say, are you still friends? Because uh, the circle never ends. Well, exactly. Well, we're Facebook friends. 
Um, and I did send her a, a message, and she was like, oh, my God, <laughs> that is so gold. We certainly were rare units at school. Guess what, mate? Yes. Wasn't just at school. <laughs> I'm still a rare unit. You certainly are. A rare unit. Uh, so there you go. That was my student diary from 1990 for this week. Oh, and if anyone wants to know, I had a science test on the 18th. <laughs> Not not sure how I, I don't went. Don't know how you went, right? Don't know how I went, but um, but there you go. So if I can find the results of that exam, I'll let you know and nice. keep people abreast yeah. of that. Speaking of our town in which we grew up, Penguin, where you went to school and where mm. we did um fussy around, or where I was educated. Yeah. Um, obviously, I mean, this is no shock to anybody, but we have put South Road on the map. Easily. I mean, South Road, it was just, it was a road. By any other name. With a word in front of it before we actually brought it out, out from the darkness, out of the shadows, and brought Mm. it into this blinding light of fame that we've now introduced it to. If it wasn't for us, and I'm quite comfortable in saying this, if it was not for us, the South Road boys, most people, if you had have said South Road, would have thought Alveston. Oh, exactly right. And they'd be fucking wrong. Yeah. so They would be wrong. The fact that we've we've just grabbed South Road by the throat, mm. plunged it into fame. Given it a right good. And it is shone brightly. <laughs> Shane Bailey like a diamond. <laughs> Thanks to us. Like diamonds and because in of the that, sky. And because of it, as we know, mm. there is another person who apparently, allegedly, grew up on South Road. Yes. That also wants to jump in on the fame now. Oh, okay. Bandwagoners. Yeah. Ha- you know, hangers um, on us, as we call them. Just because this person... Mm. Is played, a Merle? ...played a few <laughs> games of football. Oh, that one. Yes. Mr. Russell Robinson, Rusty apparently. himself, yes. He's coming back to Penguin, right? Yes. On the 30th of April. Yes. So, which will be... A few days after this actually goes to wear, it's probably the 19th now. Yep. Uh, he's having a little bit of a band night at the Penguin Surf Club with uh, Clinton Hutton. Is he now? Bit of a duo night. Oh. So I just find it Buy amazing. some tickets, get along board. But old mate <laughs> suddenly realises that we're putting South Road out there. Well, he's cashing in on that South Road fame. That's what it is. Because no one would have cared. Russell Robinson from South Road. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised it hasn't got it on there, to be honest. Yeah. But I reckon that's how he'd be made. It's on the it. rider. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, he, you know how the Who had the Who written in front of the kicks, kick drum? Yeah. He's actually got South Road. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just think it's quite funny that he's coming back and, and basically taking a bit of a kick off us. Yeah, fair enough. And look, yeah. roadies, if you're out there and you're in the area, get yourself some ticks, go along and see what he's got yeah. to... And just um, and also go and say good day to Russ and say so, mate. Um, do you yeah. know the South Road boys? I hear you from South Road, <laughs> as well. As well, <laughs> you're the third most famous South Road <laughs> person. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, fourth because my mum had been there. Yeah, Mel. Mel's <laughs> probably more famous than us. Yeah, so probably. <laughs> I've got I've got a sister. She's a South Road baker. Um, <laughs> and it's my mum and. Yeah, Look, there's a few other people. There's who a are few on, there, but okay. So, Russ, you're you're in the top ten, easy. Yeah, and look, if we were to, because it's such a big road, if we were to say middle-aged men in their forties who do a podcast, we would probably be the most famous South Road boys. I look, I'm confident. <laughs> I really am. Would you put a dollar on it? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I'd find one of those old paper dollars, a brownie. <laughs> With Liz on it. Oh, Liz. Liz on the $1 note. I, I miss... saw a photo of her yesterday. Yes. Um, John Wick. If I get it wrong, John Barrowman, mm. um, who played Captain Jack in Doctor Who. Oh, yes. On Talkswood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who was a very flamboyant gay man, and I love the man. I think he's amazing. He's just... Fucking brilliant. But in Torchwood, was he gay or bi? He was everything. He was whatever. It, um, if it moved, he'd fuck it. Yeah, if it didn't, much. he'd kick it. Human, alien, I'll Dalek. give it a crack. I'll give it a crack. He would exterminate that without a problem. <laughs> he would he, do it. Yeah, I think he was in a long-term relationship with a weeping angel for a while. Would have been like, um, <laughs> who was, um, who was a, um, oh, God. Dave Ross. Um, Dame Edna. <laughs> Dame Edna Darling. He's like, darling. <laughs> Come here, I'll exterminate you. Come here, darling. Let me exterminate you. But um, he's he put a photo on his socials mm. 
Uh, and I'm certain it's a photo that's been around a million phones by now with different um, people's posts and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, of Queenie just sitting by herself. You know, it would have been the church, I assume. Yes. Just with a tear rolling down her face and there's yep. no one else around. Obviously because of COVID, whatever else. Yeah, social distancing. And, she, and her husband's and, dead, and no had, one's sitting next to her. And they had a moment, obviously, to leave her be, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it just, it looked really sad. Oh, it's... Because there was just no one. Yeah. Other than her. And it was look, actually, it was quite a beautiful picture. Yeah. Because it just showed um, a transparency of humanity, mm. which we don't often see. If anything, we probably see it more from her than we do from anyone. Well, because she's front and centre. Mm. Like, she is the face of the monarch, mm. well, as she would be, because she's and the fucking money. queen. <laughs> um, but it was like... Not going to see Harry on a fucking coin? No, ever. <laughs> ever. Ever. No. Maybe a Deadpool coin, but that's about <laughs> it. Like, that's... Yeah, you go, we're not going to cash that in at any time. Not going to see any Megan Mint. <laughs> that's not <laughs> going to happen. Megan Mint, no. That's not even Monopoly money. <laughs> Maybe oh, I guarantee you, check it. I mean, we'll have to check it. Maybe we'll get a row to do oh, it. Daryl, do you reckon there's a Royals Monopoly where you get to be different Royals? Ah, oh, there'd have to be, wouldn't You there? go to Buckingham Palace and you go Surely to... Surely there would be. Probably. Anyway. There would be. What are you going to do? Anyway. Now, Mr. Barnes. Yes. <laughs> believe it or not. I'm walking on it. Can I say, that show... Greatest on, American Hero is on Netflix. It's actually it's not on Netflix. No, it's on. It's on. It might be. It's on Disney. a binge or it's on Prime. I Amazon Prime, and I watched the first episode. How bad was it? Shit, was it really? It was horrendous. <laughs> it's the episode where he gets his powers. Yep, and it's so clunky. So it's not even cheesy. Like fun, it's just oh, too bad. I, I almost didn't finish watching the episode, and okay. I think it only goes for half. Because I hour. saw it there, and after a conversation a few what months back, years, I went, <gasps> I should watch it. Yeah, go on. But then I hadn't <laughs> got back to it. You and won't. Now I probably won't. No, I look. I reckon you're probably better off if you're going to go into the day, <laughs> the deep dark recesses of the greatest American hero from the what was it, the late seventies. I reckon you're probably, probably early 80s. I yeah, I reckon you're probably better off not going to the genesis of it because that does it no favours at okay. all. Skip forward a season or so. Skip forward a season where they've they've got the comfort zone and they know what they're doing and they've got the formula and it's yeah a bit a bit more like that because it's a bit jilted. Yeah, right. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's like listening to our episode one or three. Oh, it should have been a missing tape. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and just say that it happened. Have people wondering and yep. just get to the good stuff. You're right. Makes sense. Um, I said that about sex. <laughs> just get to the just good stuff. Muddling about with all that. Else. It's like the good stuff's coming. You just got it's, it's just Give stick me with it. Just stick with it. <laughs> We're character building right now. Yeah, exactly. We're building the story. <laughs> <laughs> just, just stick with it. Wait till season two. It'll pay you off. I believe it. <laughs> the cameos and the guest stars that are coming. <laughs> Mel's going to be in it. I'll try. Oh, Troy, get off her. She's not even having a good time. <laughs> Go away, Mum. Troy, she actually left. Tab with you. She left 15 minutes ago. <laughs> what are you still doing? Figurously cleansing, Mother. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, mate. You were saying I rudely no, interrupted. That's fine. It is absolutely fine. Thank you. I have gotten you a gift. Oh, I did notice that there before. Yes. And there was something on the table, but I didn't know whether you brought something just to, as a show and tell. No. I didn't realise it was going to be a gift. I brought you a gift. Is it a flathead? No, it's not okay, a flathead. Because you had a lot of those. I did. It's a gift that relates to a podcast that we, you and I have done. Oh, shit. I that know. narrows it down so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm not, look, I'm not going to say anymore. I, I, look, you can, you, obviously you can see the wrapping is I've gone to no, I've spared no expense. Oh God. It's a shirt. Is it a shirt? Is it going to match your shirt? Oh Cause fuck. you, you said. That would be so good if I gave you a matching t-shirt. <laughs> you said there was something about your shirt. Uh, but the thing is, if this is the t-shirt I decided <laughs> to choose as matching t-shirt. I'm not sure why, but. No, yeah, I have right not on. gotten you a matching T-shirt, right but I've on. got you that one. Okay, it does now feel materially slow. I took I took a guess at your size. It may cool. be slightly larger than. Is it a um? Is it an X Files G string? Yeah, 
Fuck, how did you know? It is shirty. It is shirty. I mean, not shirty as in, like, <laughs> Aggressive. Off. It's actually... Oh, it's an alien. It's an alien shirty. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Joseph Mather. I got it in your favourite colour, too. Storm Area 51, 51. shirt. <laughs> oh, wow, that goes back. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? That's ever. storming the wood chip pile, that is. I reckon that will fit. Oh, it will fit. It might be slightly large, though. Oh, look, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? I'll the the next time we cuddle. <laughs> but when I saw that... Storm Area 51. I just saw that and I thought, <laughs> fuck, Troy, would love that shirt. Oh, that is spectacular, Joe. So you will have to take a photo of it and put it on the socials. Um, but Don't when suppose I... you check back to see when that episode was, by any chance. Oh, that would require... I asked Daryl to do it, so but what? he's a fucking... Oh, he's, just... he's been a bit shit lately, I've got to admit. <laughs> lately? He was bad before. <laughs> Lately. I like the way that you preface that with lately. <laughs> like there was ever a time he was good. He tries. He tries. No. So um, every... Well, I might know. be able to give Russell a job soon. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Rusty, if you're up for a yeah. job as admin for a third, fourth, fifth, 185th rated podcast, um, let us know. I'll let you play the guitar occasionally. We might even let him sing a song. He could... Do a duet with me for the intro. Oh, be beautiful, <laughs> um so every every now and then I replace my t shirts. And there's a website I go to called Six Dollar Tees and you buy for US fifty bucks ten T shirts, which works out to be in Australian dollars about seventy five bucks maybe. Yeah, about eight bucks a T shirt, including shipping and stuff like that, which is nothing. No. Absolutely nothing. So and one, I do love the shirts you wear. I do get a giggle. Look, it amuses me, and that's really the only person I buy them for, because <laughs> quite frankly, my wife is over them. <laughs> she's like, can't you just wear something that's got a nice V-neck that's yeah, plain? Maybe even something that's just like a button-up shirt. Like, or just look something like, like an adult. Or just exactly, something grown up, <laughs> because you look like a child. You are a child. <laughs> she knew who she was uh, marrying. When that happened yeah, but, a few decades ago. But when we got married, she did marry a child. Yeah, but... <laughs> he just hasn't changed. I just not think she fault. should have known. Yeah, anyway. Mm. So the T-shirt that I've got on right now is Frankie Says Relax. Relax. Now, my 10-year-old daughter, my wife didn't get the reference and that's okay. I, all I know is Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Correct, there you go. And the song is... Relax, don't do it. Frank says, right, right. I didn't get that connection, though. There you go. Frankie goes to Hollywood. The song is Relax, which in the day actually had a bit of controversy. Because Did some. It? Oh, a little bit. Yeah, because oh, one, okay. of the, one of the relax is uh, relax, relax, don't do it when you want to go to it. Relax, don't do it when you want to come. And then relax, don't do it when you want to suck, chew it. When you want to suck, chew it. So there was a, a sexual innuendo there. I'd never even picked up on that before. Uh, it goes pretty quick. And <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and so when that originally started going out in the UK radio, the story goes that one radio DJ went, and you can't put that on the radio. Like, that's a bit... Mm. So it immediately went to number one because people were like... Oh, you controversy. Look, fuck, you want to ban it? I want to listen to it. Like, that was... That's like putting, you know, the parental advice... CD. Remember when we get CDs from the record shop mm-hmm. and they put the warning label on saying, you know, coarse language or parental um, observation required or whatever. And that was the number one thing to buy a fucking record. Like, yep. That's what effectively this was. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm sitting there and I'm having breakfast and we were yep. out in a cafe and this young lady... Walks oh, past, oh, hello. hello, and looks at my T-shirt and goes, oh, Frankie says relax. And I went, yes. She goes, oh, do you know the TV show Friends? And I'm almost like, <laughs> how fucking old do you think I am? <laughs> do you like, know? Is there anyone? Do I, have I, do I look like I live in a, under a cave or in a rock? There's no, a in po- a cave under a rock. There's a starving poor old woman in Kakistan yes. who knows every episode of Friends. Dun, 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 Joey dun, dun, is her favourite. 
Like, just for anyone in this country, especially, <laughs> to say, do you know the show Friends? Yes. And I've gone, oh yeah, I'm familiar with Friends. And she goes, oh, well, Rachel and Ross. And I've gone, fuck, don't fucking girl explain me, Friends. <laughs> like, I understand. Girl explain, I love that word. I just, I get Friends and I know the characters. And she goes, oh, that's the t shirt that. And I'm like, yeah. So in the episode of Friends, I don't know if not you remember it because there was like 4,000 no, of them. No, I do not. So Ross and Rachel have broken up and I think Rachel's moving on. She's got a new boyfriend. And Ross goes, well, fine, I want all my shit back then. And so mm-hmm. she's gone, whatever. And so she boxes up all this shit and he goes, and I want that, which is his T-shirt, which is this T-shirt from when he was 15. I didn't know that. Which Rachel sleeps in. That's the Can t- I just say, is that then a replica of something that was on the shirts back when that song was brought out? Yeah, back in the 80s, it was, right. just, a, it was just a meme T-shirt. Yep. So people wore, it's like the Wham, you know, yeah. Choose Life T-shirt and all that kind of stuff. Yep. It was something in pop culture in the 80s. And so Rachel kept this T-shirt from when her and Ross were dating and she now sleeps in it. And he goes, I want my T-shirt back. And she's like, you can't be serious. <laughs> like, I haven't grown, but you have. And he's like, yep, yeah, I do. And so she gives it to him and he puts it on and it's like, you know, really, it's like a little tube top <laughs> yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. I said, but do you know what it's referring to? Yeah. No. No, she, yeah, right. She, I said, Frankie goes to Hollywood. Does he? <laughs> like, she, who's that? Yeah. And I'm like, like, it's like you'll see a, an absolutely stunning young woman go up the street and they've got a metallic shirt on. She yep. looks rocking as hell. Yep. Rocking it sexually, rocking it musically. You're thinking, this is a perfect package. You're making good music choices yeah. here. And then you mention something about the band. Yeah. And she knows nothing. No, <laughs> just bought it for the T-shirt. Those kind of things. It's like, how many kids now oh, we're, we're in gonna a Barna send- T-shirt? <laughs> I've never heard a fucking song. Oh, never mind, Troy. (laughs) (laughs) It never gets old, doesn't that one? Never. Um, Anyway. Look, I don't hold it against it, but it was just, it was so disappointing that she called me out for perhaps being too old to know who Friends was, but didn't know that the T-shirt was older than the TV show. Isn't that funny? (laughs) So if she's listening now... Fuck you! Fuck you, motherfucker! Yeah, trying to fucking diss my <laughs> South Road boy partner. Yeah, boy. So I did. It made me actually, in retrospect, feel even older because not only did I know who Friends was, I also knew who Frankie Goes to Hollywood is. But then I was slightly, slightly revindicated. Slightly, slightly vindicated when when I first showed this T-shirt to my 10-year-old daughter and she goes, oh, Frankie goes to Hollywood. Okay, and I've she gone, know that? Oh, because her music knowledge is quite broad. Obviously. And I play everything, you know. Yeah. Um, Jake listens to everything from songs about donuts and tacos to, you know, the 1812 Overture. Like, that's just what they do. And they both listen to the radio. Um, they listen to probably more of the, the golden oldies yep. as opposed to, you know, smack my bitch up and, you know, I've got smack to my bitch, bitch you know, my milkshake brings on the boys to the yard. All Does that kind I? of stuff. No, it doesn't because mm. I'm lactose intolerant. How <laughs> <laughs> dare And it's COVID, so it doesn't bring all the boys to no. the yard. It brings some of them yeah. that are socially distanced. Yeah, and the other ones are outside the yard. <laughs> exactly. You know, waiting to get in. amount in square metering. <laughs> exactly. No. Um, <laughs> And for, so she listens to that and she kind of knows things that are pre-2000. And she it goes in and just fucking stays there. I'm impressed in by that. In fact, I once had a conversation with my daughter. And oh, fuck it, I'll tell you because I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> I had this conversation with my daughter. And I said, how do you remember all the things that you remember? Because I find that her memory is far superior to mine. How do that you could remember- come back to bite you in later oh, years. Oh, it's know. going to. When he says something, she'll be like, you told me. Like, no, I didn't. Yes, yes you, you did. did. And this was the time and this was the date and this is what you were wearing. And, like, Damn and I had this for lunch. And I went, how do you remember this thing? And she goes, oh, I've got a turtle in my head. I'm like, you fucking what now? Turtle. <laughs> so she has a turtle in her head called Phyla. And Phyla gets the memory and puts it in a filing cabinet. Okay. 
And that's what she does. She wants to Obviously, recall something. Does it very slowly. Very slowly, but <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that's what she does. She, in her brain, the way it thinks, that's the metaphor that she's got. She's got a turtle called Phyla who puts memories in order, and when she wants to recall them, that's how they come back out. So she can actually, you can watch her face as she's recalling something, as if someone is looking through a filing cabinet to pull a memory out. It's fucking bizarre. I don't know why she came up with a turtle called Phyla, but that's what's happening. I mean, I've heard of Raphael, Donatello, <laughs> my collection. Well, they were taken, Phyla. you see. <laughs> heard of Shredder. <laughs> Shredder. Shredder is what happens after the Phyla's don't need or aren't needed anymore. Exactly. You get Shredder. Yeah, exactly. But to they... help out Phyla. <laughs> and I think Phyla got the arse once because she forgot something. <laughs> and strangely enough, that means also that the turtle is under the hair. This is getting, there's a lot of connections there's here. A, there's, a, there's layers and layers and layers and possibly some therapy down the track that's going to have mm. to be addressed. But that's the way she remembers things. And Can I just take a moment to pause now? Mm. I seem to say something very important. Mm. Hey, Siri, set an alarm for 2 a.m. I didn't want any lead up to it. No. For all those that have Siri in your presence, um, I apologise to everyone except Riley. Yeah, you're not you're not sorry at all. Because <laughs> Riley sent us a message just prior to recording this podcast, mm. saying that he was listening to our most recent episode, mm. and um, and I think twice we said when we were mucking around when we said "Hey Siri," it activated his phone. <laughs> so, hey, so, look, just to be fair. Exactly. Hey, Google, set an alarm for 2 a.m. <laughs> oh, roadies. <laughs> oh, roadies. You have no idea that oh, no. Troy has just set himself up. What do you have? You must have Google Chrome. There's, there's Google Home in the kitchen. You've got Google Home in the kitchen that has just set an alarm for 2 a.m. Oh. Hey, Google, turn off alarm. Thank God for that. Thanks, Google. And I think you've also oh. done all the other roadies a favour as well by cancelling their alarm. But, yeah. Hey, Alexa, search Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> so look, I don't know how many of our roadies are now cursing us. Yeah, look, it's, it's not actually that funny anymore, is it? I mean, really? Hey Siri, what is an orgasm? <laughs> you don't know that answer, Troy. <laughs> Something done in the dark and alone. <sighs> Oh, dearie me. And we could probably do an hour of... That's hilarious. I didn't even even think that that would actually hear me and go. Uh, Unluckily, Mm. unsurprisingly, unfortunately, Mm. um, that wouldn't have been picked up. But if that had been picked up in the background on these mics, that would have sounded spectacular. Oh, look, I'm going to try and see whether or not I can extract that out. You'd be lucky. I'd be very, very lucky. But you never know. Stranger things have happened. Speaking of stranger things. Yes. Not the the TV show. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Guess what I'm doing this weekend? (laughs) Masturbating vigorously. (laughs) Tell me, Mr. Barnes, what you are doing this weekend. I'm going overseas. No, you are not. <laughs> I'm going to Melbourne. <laughs> That's such a Tasmanian thing to say. This is going to be the first time in over a year that I've left the state. Yes. Thanks to that. What's that the thing? Vid- that, the... the <laughs> Co- codependency. Rona. C-R-O-E. Yeah, thanks for that. But I decided. Yes. Because um, I was thinking that I was going to go over and maybe watch a game of footy this year. Mm-hmm. Um, once I realised with my workplace that if for some reason you get unlucky enough that you've hit an area that has a hub of an outbreak and when you come home you have to isolate. I didn't want to yep. have to use two weeks of leave to get sit at home. That's of course, because that's a waste. Shot. It is, because I mean, when you're Work a normal nine to five, you know, bloody, what are we talking, 48 weeks a year job. Mm. 
that four weeks you get is your de-stress. That's the thing that makes all the other 48 weeks worthwhile. And the worst part of it is if you did have to come home and isolate because you'd been in one of those hot spots, mm. you can't even do anything on your annual leave. No, you get stuck You literally have to be in your own house. Yeah. So uh, once I found out that I could, if that does happen, mm. that we can actually work from home. Yep. I thought, cool, that takes a lot of that stress out of that. Because I'm not so Perfect. worried about the vid as such. Yeah. It's more the inconvenience of the vid. Mm. Um, and that's certainly not... In to, COVID. In, in COVID. <laughs> Inconvenience caused yeah, by COVID-19. That's, that's certainly not to make uh, make light or anything of COVID itself. No. That's just my own Yeah, it's the incovid of it all. Incovid. That's <laughs> brilliant. Inconvenience um, by COVID-19. So I think I decided, we've just coined a new phrase there, by yeah, the way. So I decided for the first time ever, something mm. I've wanted to do um, for probably a couple of decades... Oh, shit. Is I'm going to the Anzac Day game, Collingwood Essendon. Do you know that was the first game I ever went to in AFL in Melbourne? Was it really? It was. Anzac Day. Anzac Day was the first proper everyone's there it's match that I ever the, went. In theory, I mean, people argue this, but in theory, it's the biggest game outside the grand final in AFL. For, for numbers, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. I remember... No matter how the teams are going... It's still just a huge day. It, it really is. Like, if you want to talk about great rivalries, you've probably got uh, Port versus West Coast. Um, you've got uh, pretty much Adelaide versus South um, Port. Adelaide. What are the other? I don't know of any other real. Collingwood Carlton, maybe. Collingwood Carlton, but that's lost a bit of its impact Luster. over the years. Because yeah, Carlton's been pretty downtrodden for about... A decade, yeah, 15 years. but no matter what, you're absolutely right. No matter where they are, Essendon, Collingwood. Well, even now, we're um like in the we're both in the bottom five mm. on the ladder, but it's still going to be a huge clash. Well, I, I but also it doesn't mean it'll be a bad game either. Oh no! So, but they that, that game tends to get both teams to rise to the occasion and play a really good brand of football. I can't remember watching an Anzac Day match where you go, oh, gee, they were horrible. Mm. Like, it was still... There's been some ripper games. So when we went, it would have been over 20... It'd be almost 25 years ago. And it was... We sat... I went with my father-in-law, Phil, and we went to the Great Southern Stand, Mm -hmm. and you could still smoke inside the MCG. (laughs) And I remember... Was that... So that wasn't in the the ramps? No, no, this was in your seat. In your seat. Okay. Because like I know that you and I went to a game of footy at some stage. And you had to duck to the ramps. You could duck to the ramps, but you knew that the people telling you you couldn't smoke because you weren't meant to smoke there. No. They would start at the bottom and, and they would their work their way up. Yeah. So if you're at the top, you just smoke real quick. And by the time they got there, it's like, I'd never always put it out anyway. Exactly. And, and especially, I mean, I was on the Albany trims. So that was done and nasty. <laughs> done. <laughs> done. <laughs> um but I remember we were there, and it was a tight game, and there was 90,000 people there. And I looked at my father-in-law, and I went, I can't believe that there are 90,000 people here, which is the population of the northwest coast of Tasmania. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, Bernie's got about 20,000. Devonport's got about 25,000. Throw Penguin and Alveston in there. Well, no, I'm talking west coast. Is There's mm. probably no other 20,000. You're still only up to 60,000 people. Fuck me. I reckon the northwest coast of Tassie, 90, and it was just unbelievable. And it was a tight game. And the fourth quarter was just this haze of smoke as it plumed over. And that was when that was when people still could go out in the middle of the MCG at halftime and have oh, a kick. Oh, wow. And then, they were different times. Like, it was just bizarre. And then at the end, of, I, don't know, I don't know whether they could have a kick at halftime. Maybe that's a false memory, but definitely a kick at the end of the game. Yeah. Like everyone would go on the field and just footies flying everywhere and people kicking for, you know, 50 metres a goal and all that kind of stuff. And no one gave a shit and nothing happened from it. Mm. So I don't know. Maybe that's what I'm doing. So I I sounds awesome. a three game membership, so I'm guaranteed to be able to get a ticket. Yes. Um, I booked accommodation. I booked a, a, a little plane ticket. So I'm going to cruise over and just go to the game by myself. Yep. Don't care. Just going to go for a couple of nights. Yes. Cruise around Melbourne. Do a, a Young and Jackson's brew it, before yeah, exactly. you go. Go to the G. Uh, watch the game. Yes. Um, have the Monday off because the Anzac Day is on the Sunday. Yes. Which, uh, once again, will have just passed as you're listening to this. Yes. So that Sunday, if you're listening to it on release day, would be yesterday. Mm. Um, and I'll actually get home on the Monday and I'll mm. pretty much get home and then about an hour later you'll turn up and we'll podcast. Fucking again. Yes. 
So hopefully I'll be in a good mood. Mm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, either either way. You will be in a good mood. To be honest, for me to be able to go to Anzac Day, because I wouldn't normally get up and do the dawn service for Anzac Day. It's something I've done for quite a few years now. Mm-hmm. Um, we've spoken about it briefly before, I think, on this podcast. Yes. Whereas I, don't, I haven't got any history or family in the forces, but I just consider it's a wonderful way to show a bit of respect mm-hmm. for the past, whether you believe in more or not. Um, we are here because of the sacrifices that have been made. Yes. Um, but to be able to have that minute silence at the G, even if it's only 50 to 75% capacity, because I don't believe it'll be 100% no. because of COVID, um, even that point, though, um, will just be goosebumps. And it really is. I, I still remember that moment from 25 years ago where, once again, was the population of the northwest coast, 90,000 people, and it was silent. Like, it wasn't even people being quiet. It was silence. And that, and as soon as it finished, and then you hear the, the first siren. And that roar. And everyone's like, yeah. Fuck, it's, it's unbelievable. So for the first trip outside of Taz because of COVID, mm. I think it's going to be a great one. Yeah, and absolutely. my first game of footy for a while too because of COVID, mm. um, it's certainly going to be a ripper to get to. So that's my exciting news. That's Fantastic. Yeah, I thought so. It's going to be um, a ripper. Absolute ripper. So, yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Now, I had one news story I thought I'd bring up. Is it South American news? Mm, Can we pretend it is? <laughs> is China in South America? <laughs> Look, it's close. Okay. Yeah, it's close. <laughs> Can it's... you maybe give them South American style names? Okay. So can you just retell the story as, as it's though in... it's a South American story? So I've got some South American news for Fantastic you, Troy. Fantastic, Joe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's such a surprise. I'm so happy about this. Yes. Um, <laughs> let's pick a Ecuador. Oh, that'll work. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no, China, Chile. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so a bride in Chile, not China, got the shock of her life at her wedding. Mm-hmm. So she's in all the finery. She's this is her big day. She's met the man of her dreams. She's she's frocked up. Fantastic. Every single person she knows and loves is there to share this special moment. Because we know the is it Chilean, 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 Chilean people. They have big families. Oh, massive weddings. families. Everything is better. The Latino heat. Mm, big, <laughs> big, big weddings. Big wedding. So there you are in Chile. When your groom, when his mum, spots a birthmark on your body. Birthmark, eh? Yeah. So, so this is your mother-in-law. So or your, soon to be mother-in-law. So your mother-in-law has spotted a birthmark on your body. You're the, the bride. The bride. You will be the bride in yeah. the story in Chile. Yeah, okay. And you're there and you're in your dress and you've got your bouquet and you've met yeah. looking longingly. At this bow, this man of your we, dreams. We haven't thrown the bouquet yet, have we? Haven't even said I do yet. Imagine how many people... That would be like, to be honest, at, a, at this wedding. Yes. Throwing the bouquet, that'd be like throwing it back into the MCG. Wouldn't on it, Anzac Jake? Day. Exactly. That's how many people come to these weddings. From the Westpac helicopter. Like, it was... <laughs> just, just... <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Big families. So, it's that moment where you break down in tears after discovering... That your soon-to-be husband is actually no, not related. Your brother. No. <laughs> so the couple were about to tie the knot in shoes on. I mean, um, Ole <laughs> province in Chile. Yeah. When the groom's mother reportedly spotted a birthmark on the bride's hand, which mimicked that of her lost daughter. No. After despotting the distinct mark, the woman asked the bride's parents, did you adopt her about 20 years ago? No. (laughs) And the bride's family were reportedly shocked by the question as the adoption had been a long, deep family secret. (laughs) But eventually they found out and admitted they'd found a baby by the roadside. After listening, story gets better. I know. After listening to the explanation from the parents, the bride then embraced her mother-in-law and wept with joy. The Ori, oh, not Oriental, the Latino Daily reported. Yeah, I don't know how you got that wrong. I know. However, the tear-jerking revelation on March thirty-first raised concerns over the marriage, making her groom 
the old her brother. Until things took an even stranger turn. Oh, Joe Mather. As it turned out, the marriage was able to proceed. Why do you think the marriage was able to proceed, Troy? Oh, shit. The son's adopted, isn't he? Is he? So they weren't biological siblings after all. The heartbroken (laughs) mother adopted a son (laughs) after failing to find her missing daughter. (laughs) The Latino Daily reported. No way. So this woman has found herself in the family way and decided for whatever reason, and that is her body, her choice, to put her daughter up for adoption. Yep. Probably because it was a girl, you know. It's a tough life in Chile. (laughs) Exactly. Mm. Southernmost country in the world. Chile? Little known facts about Latino facts. (laughs) Latino facts. I'm so heartbroken that I gave my daughter up. I know what I'll do. I'll adopt someone. So she went it's called the, Swapsies. Swapsies, pretty in much. In South America? So, um, <laughs> L Swapsies. L Swapsies. L Swapo. So, so, so she went to the L Swapo Shopo <laughs> and went, hey, is there? I'll have that one, huh? How much you want for the little boy? <laughs> oh, no, that sounded weirder context, than what I meant. It. Way out of context. That Sorry. Does not sound good. Let's just, let's just play that without anything else. Exactly. How much do you want for the little boy? boy eh? <laughs> anyway, so she adopted a young boy who also perhaps didn't know he was adopted. Oh, until that moment. And then the brother and sister, who aren't brother and sister, found themselves in, you know, some <laughs> club in Chile. <laughs> <laughs> And went, you, me, car park now, decided to get married. And on their wedding day, found out they were going to be brother and sister, but they're not brother and sister because they were both adopted. How bizarre is that? But you find your real mum after you find out that you were adopted. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't. He's like, the fuck, say? I'm She's adopted. doing all right. She's doing all right. Everything's she gets, fine with her. Well, she gets a family. And gets laid. Laid and finds a mum <laughs> and gets married on the same day. She's cooked better than a trifecta. She's fucking kicked the goal after the siren and scored a win for the grand final. And he's just like, this is really screwed, but what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, nice birthmark. Any any port in a storm. (laughs) Anyway, so there you go. I just thought those crazy South Americans. That is uncanny. X-Men. Like, you would not believe... That is um, incredible. Speaking of weddings, though, mm. I did and it's not a big topic thing. Do you know you can actually hire llamas and alpacas for your wedding photos? Why would you? <laughs> you know, why would you? In Portland and Vancouver, Oregon. yes. Interesting. Is there a Vancouver in the states? If they're saying Vancouver, I would say the Canadians. What well, says this is not a drill, people? In Portland and Vancouver, USA. You can hire llamas or alpacas for your wedding. I reckon they've just got their countries a bit mixed up. Or maybe they're saying in Vancouver and Portland, USA. I don't know. Anyway, llamas. Fucking media. The the media is at the moment giving me the shits. Oh, Oh, they are giving me the big times. No, I'm not going to get Randy, but for fuck's sake. I thought you were going to. There are people out there who need to be better at what they do for a job because yeah, be better up. Be fucking better because at the moment, <laughs> for whatever no, you you open me up to a game of read the comments for our local <laughs> and so for I whatever love, reason, I love I'm here for the comments. And so because I've been on the comments for one media outlet, my news feed has also delivered me. News feeds from oh, other. It knows what you want to see, Joe. It fucking doesn't because I don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> you do. And there are people who are about it now. You are blatantly like making shit up, or they've spoken to Daryl, who's had a couple shandies too many, and says something outrageously, and then the fucking idiots look. Rodies, if you are one of these idiots who I'm, decide... I know what you're going to mention now. If you are one of these idiots who decide... And I do not use the word idiot lightly. If you are a fucking idiot who decides that you are going to comment about how outrageous something is because you have read it at a media outlet and haven't gone to the trouble of just fucking Googling that shit, you're an idiot. 
you are getting a bit ranty. Oh, fuck. There was this thing that came out just recently. Yep. Fairy breed. Yep, I knew you were heading there. And it was like, actually, no, what it was was Bluey. There is an Australian TV program called Bluey, and it is Oh, this is a cartoon with the dogs, isn't it? Cartoon with the blue healers, yep. believe it or not. And it is much loved. I sort of dodged the bullet because my kids are a little bit aged out of it, like they're a little bit older. Yeah. But we have seen some episodes, and it genuinely is a good time watch. It's not as fucked up as Peppa Pig with their fucking Picasso faces where all their fucking noses and eyes are the wrong no. way around, and all the dogs go all the time, and I just want to punch them in the fucking head. No, not really. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Bluey is quite funny. And there was one person, one person. Now, I picked this up from a very quick Google. One person who watched Bluey and said, we love the show. In yep. our family, we love the show. But we would like to see it be more representative of different families. Yep. So Bluey I, I basically this, is yeah. a... Um, a stereotypical male-female parent relationship with yep. two kids. They appear to be straight and cisgendered. This person was basically saying, look, families come in all shapes and sizes. There's, there's single parents, there's same-sex parents, and all that's, that kind of that's stuff. That's fair comment. And if you look at the statistics, you know, 49% of marriages fail. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a lot of single parents out there. And so all they were suggesting... So, just pointing out to you, there are only single ladies out there. That, um, <laughs> all the single ladies. Um, all the single ladies. I'm, I'm single at the moment. There you go. Yeah. So I just single and ready to mingle. Up. <laughs> ready to mingle. <laughs> I'll even do it Blue Healer style. <laughs> Blue Healer style. I don't even know what that is. That's because you've been married a long time. True. So you're out of the link. No, <laughs> the link. The loop. <laughs> It's not called a loop anymore. Uh, they've called it Link. <laughs> they've changed it. You've been married too long. Oh, fair enough. And so this person wasn't saying cancel Bluey, wasn't saying change it too much, just maybe include a bit more of the, bro- cameos. A, a, the broader spectrum that is the Australian landscape. Yeah. Was there any three-legged dogs in there? Because there's a lot of those around. I don't know the show well enough, okay. but fuck me. The amount of people who were jumping on, why are they going to cancel Bluey? They're not fucking cancelling Bluey. Just read the article. <laughs> read the statement. I will say, before you can, comment. can I back up something here, though? <sighs> it's got me hot media, under the collar. Media outlets have caused this conundrum. Caused it? The fucking because, the catalyst for it. Because what they've done is they've set up a system, and this is, when I say media outlets, newspapers, where? Online they'll, newspapers. They'll, yeah, online, so they'll put a snippet of what it is on there, mm. then they'll have a link to the actual article. And just but open you, it up can't, the comments. You can't get to the article unless no. you pay. So people won't read the article. They'll just go off the four lines the headline. and the picture. Yes. And then they'll just rant. Oh. They'll and, rant. And the comments <laughs> section is fuller than a fat girl socks. Oh, Fuck, it is chockers. It's so <laughs> much fun. Fun, though. It's like a sporting event. It's just not because I look at these people who comment about... And the people who get the most outraged in these comments fucking don't get an opinion (laughs) because it doesn't affect them. Even if someone took a genuine, genuine, like, well, should we be saying this or should we be doing this? If you're outraged by someone suggesting that, then you've never worn that. You've never carried that cross. Like, fuck off. I just get, there's so many Karens out there. And I just want, I want, Zucky, if you're out there and you're listening, and I know you are, because I know you're a subscriber. Long-time listener. And a subscriber. Like and follow. Um, That's all we ask. Can I just point out, though, um, Muskie? Subscribe, mate. Fuck's sake. Exactly. It's we know you listen occasionally. We've tracked you. Exactly. Look, we yeah. can see it yeah. out there in in fucking Mars. Yeah. Like they listen at SpaceX. They SpaceX. listen all the time. That's the only radio yeah. station they have. South Road Boys <laughs> <laughs> on repeat. <laughs> um, Zucky, if you can put something on Facebook that lets me press a button, which will go through the internet to the Karen who's just pushed a comment. <laughs> And I don't know, make their laptop smack her in the face somehow <laughs> with the message, 
fucking stop it. <laughs> you make your phone explode in your hand. No, I just want it to go, stop it, stop it, stop, stop it. it. <laughs> like a warning. Like, oh, you're killing me. So just look, roadies, if you're out there, take a second to Google, read the article, find it somewhere else. I am there for the comments, but not those. They're just hateful. Hey, Siri, if the user is Karen, tell her to fuck off. Does that work? Uh, And on that, roadies. (laughs) I am Joe. I am Siri. And we are the South Road Boys. We seriously are.